Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your I spent seven hundred on a shirt host, Clay Bonin. I am joined by my I'm not looking for love, just looking for vibes co-host Tanner Mavis. Yes, sir. <laughs> and we are back on the Soul Serum Podcast, episode number forty-two. It's another interview episode. And before I get into introducing our guests, I gotta remind everybody: follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Soul Serum. Subscribe to us on YouTube, the main page and the TV page. Kevin's got me nervous over here. I see him laughing now. I'm over here nervous. <laughs> uh, follow us on, on YouTube. You already know the vibes. Follow us on TikTok. Join the Discord. Join the Patreon for early videos, merch discounts. Go check out the Mike Lavi video that we just put out behind the scenes out on the Soul Serum TV channel as well. Um, and enough of that. Let's get into our guest today. Today on the show, uh, we have a visual artist joining us. Uh, he has taken photos for the likes of Big Baby Gucci, Kevin Kazi, and if you're a football fan, he's taken pictures of Cam Newton, Jalen Hurts, Deshaun Watson, and many more. He drove here today all the way from Atlanta, so today we welcome Bijani Football to the show. Welcome, on? welcome. We get a clap from the on? studio audience in here. Yeah! Yeah. How you doing? Doing great, man. Appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. For sure. You, uh, we actually got introduced to you via Discord. So for everybody exactly. who's listening and that doesn't join the Discord, this is a perfect example it's of why you the should... greatest resource. It right is now. right. You're literally watching Discord in real life, right? In now. real life, this is happening right now. If I had this in high school and before. Facts. I'm saying, dude, it, it's so. I, what I love about Discord is that it takes like all the best things from like other social media and just like puts Literally. it all Literally. in one. And yeah. then like the dedicated communities for like artists and stuff. Exactly. It's like so fucking cool. You like make music on there too. Literally. Really? Like fish. Yeah. You have people come in and literally make songs with him. That's, That's crazy. So shit. fire. Um, well, let's start at the beginning before we get into anything else. So you're from Holly Springs, North Carolina. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, Holly Springs. Nice. What yeah. What was it like uh, growing up there? Uh, well, I was only there for like high school. Oh, okay. But, um, okay. I mean, it was it was cool. It was kind of competitive. You know Where did I'm you saying? live before that? Um, Virginia. Oh, okay. But um, gotcha. I, I kind of claim Raleigh more. I spent a lot more time out there and everything. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, it was cool. I played football a lot, so. That was that took up most of my time and everything, and played in college and everything. So that that was pretty much it. it was just football, yeah. football, football, football. It was, what was it? Elon University, yeah, Elon right? University. Yo, I honestly have never heard of that college That's until crazy. Damn. until That's crazy. yeah. No, it's a, it's a little Division One school. Yeah, yeah no, major. No, no. I, I, bro, I was sleeping. Yeah. I'm sleeping. The only D one school to show interest in me in basketball. That's crazy. Really? They, they, yeah, they want me to walk on. Makes sense. Wow. Damn. You said no. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, what year nah. did you graduate high school? Uh, 2014. 2014. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Hell yeah. Damn, I'm sure. a little older. That's fine. Than you guys. Yeah, Tanner's back hurts. <laughs> um, so, did you play football all your life? Like, yeah. I know that you played in college, like, but was it just yeah, like that was like, your main you know, like sport? Elementary, middle school, high school, and then mm-hmm. I moved to. Like, I played quarterback and everything, and then I got switched to receiver when I went to college. 
met Big Draco while mm-hmm. I was there. wasn't We weren't even thinking of doing nothing. We were trying to do, and he started rapping. I like we were just and we were just playing. We were pretty good. Like we went, we didn't like play in the games or nothing. Like we were like more practice players, but mm-hmm. like it was just cool being on the team and getting to meet all the guys and everything. But who is your uh, your NFL player comp in football? You had to you had to compare yourself was, to somebody. So at wide you receiver, said who Draco? Who would you say? At wide receiver, Danny Amendola. I had to cover him every day. So like Danny Amendola, like Julian Edelman. Fire! Like that. You got to give him the white receivers. He can't I, play. I, you yeah, play I, slot. I played I, slot. I, I, yeah, well, actually, I played a little bit outside because he played corner. So he was. I mean, it's nothing wrong with Danny yeah, Amendola. No, great cool. receiver. He, that, he really, that's a, like, not, not even because you white. That's really how you can get down. Danny Amendola like, is Super Bowl school, champion, High school too. is more like a Taysom Hill type, dude, in high school. <laughs> Shout out Taysom just, Hill. What a really interesting yeah, like, it around. thing in football. Um, well, uh, I do want to come back to football in a second, yeah. but I want to know a little bit about when you started to pick up a camera because you – we're on the football team at Elon, right? Mm-hmm. And you like kind of quit and picked up the camera there. Exactly. Like, talk to me a little bit yeah, about that. So, all right. So, like I said, he started rapping. Like, what was it? Like sophomore, your junior year, my year, sophomore year. Actually, should I just start from the beginning of like how we all met and everything? So, so it's my official visit, right? Mm-hmm. And that means like I'm not, I'm not at the school yet. I'm just visiting, mm-hmm. doing the game day thing. They like. They had a terrible season that season, but they, like, won this, like, big-ass game versus Towson. And then I went to, like, some big-ass party, and I was to do with the backpack. And Draco saw me and was like, yo, what you got in the backpack? And it was just, like, a bunch of beer. He was like, all right, bet. Like, you cool with me. And then so, like, you know, got his Twitter and everything and then got everyone else's Twitter and stuff like that. Then I committed, like, a couple months later. And then I just – I lived, like, 45 minutes away from Elon, so uh-huh. I just kept – going back up every weekend he was letting me stay at his crib and everything it was cool so then when i got there like we were just hanging out all the time yeah and like he was kind of like joking around rapping and stuff like that but we was always like bro you need to do this shit for real like Mm -hmm. and then he actually took it serious and then like we were like he finished playing football like because he was a year older than i was Mm -hmm. and then i just noticed like i wasn't playing at all like and i was smoking a lot of weed and stuff like that so i was like shit like I, I don't want to play no more for real. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this shit no more. Like, once once you get like to the collegiate but, level, like the high school to collegiate jump, you're like, yeah. oh fuck, no, like it's like really like, serious. This is like three though. years though. Like, I'm, oh, I'm like, yeah. this is like right before my senior season. I was like, I did enough to be honest. Like, I know I'm not gonna go to league or nothing. Like, mm-hmm. and I knew I had other interests and everything. And like I said, he was rapping, so I just literally like quit. Decided to get a camera, like a little film camera, and then started taking pictures of him just in the dorm room recording and everything and then I like started working with like Tia you know who Tia Corinne is mm-hmm. and started yeah. working with her she like shout out Jared she, former podcast uh, guest he's like fire. Tia Corinne like A&R. A&R. yeah he's like the A&R at uh, South Coast Music the, 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 South Coast Music Baby's yeah. label yeah. Fire. Yeah. yeah shout out Jared but, yeah, so uh, I started working with her and everything and just bringing him along to every event I went to yeah and stuff like that and then um, well, I have I kind of have a question I want to yeah. stick in the middle of this here. What drew you to picking up a camera? Like, did you want to just uh, like document like, things? No, I've always liked you... I've always liked photos. Okay, and stuff like that. Okay, I gotcha. had like a digital camera that I bought at the beginning of mm-hmm. like college, 
that I didn't really use that much. And, yeah. like, I was really inspired by, like, Lil Yachty and, like, Playboy Cardi's, like, aesthetic and style mm-hmm. and everything. I just thought, like, with Lil Yachty, I thought it'd be cool to, like, document somebody yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? But, Definitely. And, you know, like, Draco gave me the opportunity to do that. So, like, I'm going to stick by that and yeah. everything. But, yeah, that kind of is what inspired me to yeah. pick up the camera stylistically what kind of photography do you like it's just like just like film just up close personal like portrait raw portrait, kind of yeah, stuff. More portrait. Yeah. i don't like doing landscapes i yeah. like dealing with people you know I, it just makes everything more interesting yeah i, I was really into like street photography for a yeah. bit i'm definitely more video oriented than photo oriented I but i mean like i have a camera so i'll be taking photos too but like street photography was definitely what i was into but i think portraits though are like there's a, there's like a real like fun element of taking a exactly. picture of somebody and like trying to capture their like emotion their yeah. in their and personality. It's cool, it's cool seeing there. them like get comfortable over time. Yeah, because like, like when we first started, like you know it was awkward at first, but now it's like nothing. Even like with Kevin, like it was awkward. Yeah, like with Gucci, oh my god, it was awkward as hell at first. But yeah, we, you know we we got there. That's a that's a great segue actually because I want to know a little bit more about the Big Baby Gucci connection. You've shot multiple right. covers for yeah. him, and I know that you were just like, generally speaking, like his personal photographer. Yeah, I, yeah, I was his personal photographer. But when so wait you like yeah. we don't, not because like, he's he's in California. Oh oh, so it's kind right. of hard to get out there. Well, when where did that start? So crazy. So there's me Draco. And this is in college. Like, so and this is when I was just first starting out, probably like May 2019. He had a roommate that was like a huge Big Baby Gucci fan. And mm-hmm. like, when Gucci, like, will like go to, like, this is actually, you know, like, back in the day when he used to go to like cities, he'd be like, yo, who got, who got gas in Raleigh, North Carolina? Like, my, his roommate's the one that fucking responded back. So he went over, smoked with him, and he was like, dude, you need to work with Big Baby Gucci. And I didn't know who he was. So we started playing his music, and I was like, yeah, this shit's fire. It's yeah. Kinda like, that was like, so it was actually summer in 06 with him. So I discovered him the same oh, day. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, um, and then I was actually moving to Atlanta like a week later, and I think he was too. So, like, uh, he was having a show. I DM'd him. He was like, yeah, come on out to the show. Took some pictures. He got on elevator, and then he had me come to the summer in 06 shoot. Mm-hmm. Got to shoot with Kevin, got to shoot with him. And then the next one was the Drop Top Lexus video shoot. And then that was the Send Help cover. That came out of yeah. that. And then put me on the cover mm-hmm. for that. And ever since then, I dropped out of school. Was like, I want to do this full time. But I was working with Tia Corinne, too, at the same time mm-hmm. while I was in North Carolina. So, you know, I was doing that. And then I was like, bro, I need to be in Atlanta, like, every day like this is crazy like because I, I was literally like going back and forth from at like trying to make like six hundred dollars during the week then in raleigh and then going back down to atlanta like it was just it was getting costly. probably spending most of that oh, six hundred dollars like, yeah, too absolutely yeah it was gone because yeah. and then plus i take film pictures so i had to pay for that and everything not cheap <laughs> but i mean i was like i was staying at sunny digital studio so it was it was all worth it like yeah don't get me wrong but i was just like i hit up gucci and i was just like you got like extra room i could stay in and he let me stay there, and like I'm really thankful for that. Got, I got to you know, build a relationship with Kevin and everything, yeah. and he's been real helpful with everything too. So, so do you do you have like I mean I know it's it's mostly portraits, but like do you want to be more into like the sports side of it, or are you more into the music side? I think I want to be like known more for the football side because uh-huh. I'm. 
I don't like I don't quote me on this, but I might be the only person that does shoot film within the football industry. Everywhere I, I mean, go, like, honestly, yeah, that you like right now. Yeah, like, I don't just know, like off of, you're probably right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, no I think. Like you know how like right. Gunnar Stahl kind of is for rap, kinda yeah. Be that for football. Mm-hmm. No, he's he's my inspir like my like yeah. influence. I was gonna ask. He's everything him, Cam, like the uh, honestly like yeah. the goat. Him, Cam Kirk. Mm-hmm. I like Ricky Powell. Yeah. Um, and there's yeah. another there's another photographer. I just oh Kai Modu. I like him. Wait, is Ricky is Ricky he just Powell? Died. That's I was gonna say. That's he's exactly the, what uh, I the Beastie yeah, Boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I thought. But yeah, he made it. Like, I like what he said. He always said, like, he kind of treats these pictures like baseball cards. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's, like, fun. It makes it, make it like kind of like a little video game, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just going around, going to every part you can go to and seeing who you can get. Yeah. Where, um, how do you get to, like, take pictures of Cam Newton, though? Like, how do you get to take pictures so, of Deshaun Watson? All right, so. Because I, um, I imagine, like, wherever Sean they're Watson training. has gone off from my fantasy team a couple of years. <sighs> Right. Bro. Yeah. Hey, we got to save the crazy. fantasy football talk for a little no, bit later. Now. Uh, we got to talk about that a little bit. But uh, but how do you? Because I imagine those those practices, those training sessions, are probably like closed off to the public yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Right. But, like. All right, so like playing ball, like you know, I did a lot of research on a lot of coaches and stuff like that mm-hmm. throughout, just trying to get help, trying to you know get better. Yeah. And one of them was Quincy Avery, and he's the quarterback coach for Deshaun Watson, Terod Taylor. Josh Dobbs, mm-hmm. a whole bunch more, like every big NFL player. Yeah. Um, and I asked, like when I moved to Atlanta, I asked him one day, can I come shoot some sessions? And the first one was that picture I took of Deshaun. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, just keep coming to more and more. And then he uh, did Jalen Hurts, you know what I'm saying? He did mm-hmm. his pro day uh, mm-hmm. training and stuff like that. So I got to document that, and I was the only photographer for, there for that, which was damn really cool. That's it really felt like I was really a part of history. Cool. Like yeah. So and then I just you know built connections from there. I met a uh, coach named uh, Steph Brown. He does top shelf fitness and or top shelf performance in Atlanta. Co- like trains a lot of receivers, like Michael Hardman for the uh, Chiefs, and a, co- a lot more actually. Like he yeah. just trained Jerry uh, Judy a couple weeks ago type stuff but he's the wide receiver coach for cam newton's high school i shot so i shot for their high school and then after mm-hmm. that he was like yeah you can come shoot for cam newton seven on seven team so Damn. that's how i got to that's get sick there. you need to go flick up with joe burrow while you're here that's what i'm saying bro. <laughs> you gotta figure that out we joe that joe out. needs some hard-ass pictures yeah. bro. that's joe, what i'm saying joey b you can get his feet looking lens. right. That's what I'm saying, hopefully. <laughs> Joe Burrow, if you're listening, bro, come, <laughs> come holler. Let's go ahead. Let's go. Um, one thing when I was like doing research for this uh, that it seemed like was a recurring theme for you is like you're you're really good at networking, but specifically in person. Like one thing in this this is just important in photography in general is the the importance of actually being there yeah you know? that's what i always like, talk about like, like people me me and my buddy grant who's a photographer he does more like commercial stuff mm-hmm. but but we talk about it sometimes where like people are like oh i could have taken this photo i could have and it's like well you didn't though yeah, you weren't there yeah so exactly. like speak on the importance of like actually 
being there. I mean, you and, have to, yeah, like that's how the picture's taken. Is if you're, being, <laughs> if you're there, like it, that's where it starts. Yeah, like, yeah. But um, I mean, it gets kind of hard because like I see a lot of my friends, like you know, they're producers, they're rappers, they can make their money, you know, spitting a verse or making a beat real quick and sending it off. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, oh, like you know, like. I always have to tell them, like, yo, I really have to, like, meet all these people in person. But I think it's it's really good because it brings a lot of, you know, attention to my friends and everything. And I'm able to, you know, network them into the circle. And you know what I'm saying? Putting a face to a name is also, like, That's what I'm incredibly saying. And important. And plus, because I don't, I don't really be posting my face yeah. on Instagram. So I, I know how important it is. That's why I got this. So they remember every time that is a that is a good point Definitely yeah like li- i could literally hear the conversation like you remember that photographer from like the training session they're like no they're like he had the football yeah right exactly. here. they're like they're like oh fuck yeah yeah, yeah i definitely exactly. remember but that i know guy. like I, I give like a different style so like i have room to do that yeah i feel like yeah. so that's dope that's dude. what i'm doing but you yeah, know face-to-face thing is very important it's how you create the best art as well yeah i remember I you noticed. like being in discord and like t- like just showing up and you just talking about like your Instagram page and shit. Yeah. We went, we, and I went to it. I was just like, well, I was kind of blown away. I was like, whoa. Yeah, well, you know, like, hey, you got your that's own, the whole thing. Yeah. You got your own vibe. and I've been working on it for about three years. Like God, yeah. like a decent following too, like for trying a photographer, to. you know what I mean? Like, trying to. That's important. That's really important with, with what I do. Yeah. What do you, uh, before we get into our, our, our second part of the interview here, I want to ask like, what would you say to any young, like, or just starting photographers? Because, I mean, I know you've only been taking yeah. pictures for, like, maybe two-ish years. Two but but you're, like, you know, you're getting these photos of, like, people with, like, high notoriety. You're actually in these places. Like, what's what advice do you have for people who are, like, trying to also like start, do that? Yeah. Just start. Like, do what I did, just use your resources. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a friend that raps, just go ahead and take a bunch of pictures of him. Mm-hmm. If you want to do landscape stuff, go take some pictures in your town, drive to the mountains, drive to the beach. Um, but, like, you, like, to do what I, like, the kind of photography I do, like, mm-hmm. I would say, like, get as much money as possible for right now. You know what I'm saying? Get yeah. a job, do yeah. that, get as much money as possible, and then move to, like, a big-ass city, like, I would say Atlanta just because it's extremely affordable and everything, mm-hmm. but you're going to see everybody there. Like, yeah. you can get into a room. If you got money, you can get in really to any room in there, to be honest. Like, um, I mean, L.A., like, you're going to see everybody out there, but that's expensive. And then New York, obviously. But, yeah, you got to hit one of those three. Or Miami. For mm-hmm. I mean, for sports, at least, with Miami. Yeah. Um, but, um, Athletes I'm actually love trying Miami, to, bro. Yeah, no, I'm, trying, I'm actually trying to get a little spot down there like later in life. Yeah. So I can you know be around all that. Because I, I do stuff. Have you ever heard of Vitor Belfort, the UFC fighter? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so uh, his son is like the number one quarterback in the nation for like like eighth graders right now. So I'm like going to start doing his stuff from wow. the beginning. And everything, this dude's so. really doing football scout photography no, the thing is I was like that I, he just showed up to one of the sessions with like Deshaun and them like oh yeah I'm just like this kind of, kind of fell into my lap honestly it's the like, same thing as like with us like trying to find like rappers and artists like early yeah. on before they get big and their brand blows up no exactly I mean? if you get on that if you get on him like early like you are that's what I'm saying like luckily the guy. thing is like he asked me like I didn't even I wasn't even really trying to like you know I'm not really trying to do all that because you know I don't want to leech off 
you know, kids. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, but, right. Yeah, it's yeah. Be you know, if he, if he believes in me, like, to do that, then, heck, yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, his dad is, you know, a really big UFC fighter as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, I get into those types of avenues and everything. Kevin, be, really, Kevin loves UFC and boxing, so... We're going to go ahead and, and get him a membership at the gym to start fighting and everything. I literally there by saw, saw him as soon as he walked into no. the, the room. He just started like literally punching punch the shit. <laughs> I was like, punch this man like, to go fight. Nah, his, his, when, when they do like his celebrity boxing match, he's going to be unmatched. Like, oh Vitor's going to be in the corner God, with him and everything. Bro. Like. We're going to get his ass right. I feel sorry for whoever's in the opposite corner of, uh, of those long-ass arms in the, in no, the really, ring right really. there. A, Ke- a Kevin Kazi boxing video would be hard. That would be dope. John, scrap the idea for the video right now. We're doing a boxing video now. <laughs> Kevin Kazi in the ring. Nah, but yeah, honestly, just just and just and talk to as many people as you can. Just, just yeah. surf through the rooms. Like, work smart. You know what I'm saying? Like, go into Discord. Go into go in the Discord. Discord. Just say hi. Like, introduce yourself. Be genuine. It's like, like yeah, be genuine. This you know literally what that's like, what it is for this industry, bro. Like pay pay the money if you need to. Like, you know what I'm gen- saying? Like, like yeah. if you're genuinely like a good person and like are cool to hang around. For sure. Absolutely. It'll get you so far. It most sure most does. people can tell that. I'm, like, I'm you, learning you I'm learning that more every day. Yeah. Like the more genuine you are, the, just everything's gonna be better. Yeah. It'll, it'll work like, out. Absolutely. What's up, everybody? Clay from the Soul Serum Podcast here. I just wanted to take a break and say, tame your pubes with help from our friends at Manscaped, the champions in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the new Lawn Mower 4.0 and be one of the two million men worldwide to trust manscaped with their below the waist grooming the olympics are currently happening as i am recording this and if there were podiums for men's grooming i'll tell you what's going to be in the number one spot the lawnmower 4.0 thanks to the cutting edge ceramic blade and the skin safe technology you are going to reduce your grooming accidents tenfold by using the lawnmower 4.0 and I'll tell you what, before Manscaped, I definitely had my fair share of grooming accidents. Uh, things that I would not like to share with the people at home that happened to me as a, as a, as a young buck trying to get my below-the-waist grooming in check. In the spirit of the Olympics, after you get your gold medal for men's below-the-waist grooming by using the Lawnmower 4.0, how about you show your balls some good sportsmanship? Use the crop preserver. Use the crop toner. Freshen your boys up down there. Your girl will thank you. Those are both in the performance package as well as the weed whacker, a pair of boxers, and a travel bag to hold all of your goodies. Manscaped has got you covered in every angle this summer. If you all want to support the podcast and you all want to unlock your confidence, then use our code at manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping world. Worldwide. The code is Soul Serum Pod. That's right. You heard me. Use our code Soul Serum Pod to get 20% off and free shipping on any product worldwide. Achieve pubic glory this year by using Manscaped. Now back to the podcast. Wow. Whoa. All of a sudden, there's a second person sitting here. Voila. <laughs> we have Big Draco here with us right now on the podcast as well. Um, so, 
you are kind of taking the creative direction of like Draco's yeah. imagery and yep. kind of artistry. Is that what's going yep. on here? Yep. 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 Talk to me a little bit about that, Draco. For sure. Well, you know, uh, I played football growing up. Right. And, you know, I was never like that guy on the field, but I always did. You know what I'm saying? What I had to do is stick around. Mm-hmm. So through all that, I kind of realized that like teamwork is kind of the way to get what you want. Right. And right. so it was just like, I'm just really trying to rap. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know how to shoot music videos. I don't know how to take pictures. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And why would I be over here trying to do it myself when I'm trying to focus on my whole craft and get elite at this craft? So Very I true. just, you know, anything, you know, a lot of times we got the same ideas, so they link up, you know what I mean? But real easy to work with. But at the same time, it's like it take pressure off of me because it's like he hearing what I'm doing mm-hmm. and hearing me as I'm recording and stuff like that. And, and he live with me. So yeah. he be seeing the stuff that I'm really going through, so the stuff I'm rapping about, I mean, he can, you know, come up with an idea for what it's going to look like. I'm glad that you said that, like, about, you know, why would I do it all myself? Like, because I think that's something that a lot of people get lost in. And, like, like they're, like, they have this, this singular vision for their art, and they're just like, I'm going to do it like this because this is how I like yeah. to do it. And I'm, like, it's going to be me, it's going to be me, it's going to be me when... In reality, having somebody like on your side who can kind of like elevate what you're mm-hmm. doing is like yeah. really like a, a, a key to all of this. You gotta treat it like know? a business. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? And even if you're the head of a business, you still got the people below you who are helping you get your job done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think rappers get caught up in it being like, oh, I'm the face. Like, it, you don't see all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes when Drake drops. Mm-hmm. You just see the, the Drake album. Yep. But the whole time, you got seven producers, a manager, a road man, like a whole bunch of people doing a whole bunch of shit for this yeah. man every day. Like, yeah, we were lucky to see how teamwork really worked too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were like at Elon, like we had, we were on a pretty successful team and everything. We just saw when everyone does their job, like shit really just do work out like that. Mm-hmm. Especially if everyone's great at their job. Like Yeah. And embrace you, finding right? the role. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Literally. Role. Finding your role and figuring out. I got a song yeah. called Play Your yeah. Role. Right? And that's really what I was talking about. Because yeah. I was just like, bro, we all got you know what I'm saying? Roles change throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really do. That's yeah. a good point, too. Like, that's that's something... You may have well, to take a little pay cut. You know, Tom Brady, he be yeah. wanting to win games. He be taking pay no, cuts. Exactly. Yeah. Sick friends. I'll, I'll even say, for instance, like, I, I was his manager at first and everything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just because, like, I was down in Atlanta, I had connections and everything. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? I didn't really necessarily want to be a manager, but... It just kind of made to be. sense, though. But mm-hmm. yeah. we met a person that could... That can do it a lot better than I can, and yeah. he's doing way better than I ever did. So, you know That's, what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, and it's recognizing that and everything. And he recognized that too. You know what I'm saying? He was real honest about it's it. It's hard for you know people to recognize that sometimes, though. Don't you think? Like, like some people. Like, yeah, no, people, because they don't want to, they just don't want to admit it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, but they're also. The, the greater good. Sometimes yes, they don't feel yes. like maybe they're not good at another thing or whatever and they kind of discourage that's why yeah, I always yeah, say like yeah. just try to wear multiple hats at first and then you know figure out what figure you, out what, what, figure what, out what's best for you you know yeah, what I'm saying what hat fits the best and that's the thing too it's like I saw it was like bro you got your whole photography thing going on you exactly. know what I'm saying it's like bro you got your own interests your own goals like it'd be selfish as hell of me to be like alright you there's somebody who could do this shit at a real high level and you having to work real hard you know what I'm saying ain't no point bro go ahead cause it make everybody life easier so we can all maximize what the hell we good at, what the hell we doing. Damn, that's yeah, important. Yeah. I'm glad y'all figured that out oh, early exactly. on. I think that's something we've talked about on the podcast, especially with like Soul Serum. Like, it's just figuring out as a team, like our roles and how can yeah. we like 
excel together with it all fitting together. Takes yeah. a village, bro. Just does a little okay. bit. Literally takes Take a village. It takes a village. So take a village. you dropped a project earlier this year. I did. Roadrunner. I did. How was the reception? How how are you feeling now that it's been out for a little bit? That was crazy because it was like, you know, I've been dropping little projects when I was in college and stuff, and like you know everybody, be, oh it's hard as fuck, it's hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I never saw no like fruits in my labor. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Drive Roadrunner. That was the first time where like I really sat down and was like. I want the whole project to sound like this. Yeah, I, you know, I want everybody to be like, even if you don't know me, you can grasp like kind of what was going on in my life just by like almost like each song a chapter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Have a book type shit. Mm-hmm. And that's really how I be well, living. It literally like, was. Yeah, like, everything was true as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah. the, the whole me calling it Roadrunner was because I moved down to Atlanta. I'm door dashing, but I'm door dashing like eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm putting like 600 miles on my car. I got a Honda Pilot. That's not no car that's supposed to be. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you talk to some DoorDash I, kings I, I door right every, here, every day, bro. I got a so 2005 so Honda Accord. You know how I do, man. And mm-hmm. I'm getting 15 miles per gallon. So I'm in this bitch, like, just trying to stretch. And it's like, kids are sending me beats. And I'm going to the studio right after I get done with this shit. So it's like, I'm in the car, like, listening to beats. Like, like right, right in the sun while you're driving around Atlanta. And it's like, that was really what I think was why, like, that's even how I test songs now. Like, I'm driving around the city late at night, all the lights hitting and shit. I'd be like, all right, play the unreleased. If that shit hitting when the lights in, I'm like, all right, bet. I know it's going, everybody going to fuck with it. And you just take a ride through Buckhead, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I'm, I'm making the songs in my head and I'm or writing them down even while I'm driving around and stuff. And it's like, I'm driving around seeing the, like the richer parts of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm driving around seeing Bentleys and, and mm-hmm. McLaren's and shit. So it's like, I can look around and see what the fuck I'm trying to get. And it's just like, I'm still doing a bunch of shit that I don't want to do. While I'm trying to get it, and it was just like Roadrunner was the culmination of that. And then, like, you know, labels started showing a little interest in me and shit like mm-hmm. that. I, I ended up getting a distribution deal, so it was like, if I, it worked. You yeah. Know what I mean? You really saw some fruits of your labor after that one. Man, isn't it crazy how the car test is like the ultimate test mm-hmm. for music? It's fucking insane, that's, right? That's what like, most people listen to exactly. music. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Like, this, this sounds good. In my living room. That's what Mark does, right? He just goes in after he mixes a song. He goes Niggas. in the car, checks it out, and then yeah. he goes into like an area where there's no. That has to be. We'll listen to it. Speaking. He'll go in the car and listen to it. Come back, mix it. He'll send it to me. I listen to it in the headphones. And I'll be the next morning. He probably don't send me two more mixes. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, he's working. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, that bro. honestly is. I I experienced that a little bit with the podcast where I'm like, okay, do I mix this for an iPhone speaker? Do I mix this for headphones? Do I mix this for like? Oh yeah, true. He, he doesn't computer he done all, all forms of speakers. Yeah. You just gotta make both. sure the mix is like is to the point yeah. where it's good on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah. You know? No, true, a Tamagotchi, true. Tamagotchi. He I we could put that bitch on Tamagotchi, I swear to you, that bitch gonna come out sounding like four K as hell. Yep. Promise you. Yep. Calculator. It don't matter. This man Mark really Oops. Yeah. Well Mark is how you got introduced to us, right? Yes. I think yeah. yeah, yeah. So Mark was he recorded Gucci like every day type shit. So I see saw him at the mm-hmm. house he records Kevin as in well. Atlanta or in, in North Atlanta. Carolina? In in Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. Like the, this is from like January to May. He moved down in June. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got we got our own spot in June. Okay. And everything. And then I was just asking him, I was like, Mark, you think you could start recording Draco? And he was like, Hell yeah, like let's get it. And then, you know, they, they built a crazy chemistry. That's like that's Mark's number one dude right now. Mm-hmm. Actually, now now he's his manager and everything, but he 
we were just sitting there smoking one day, and he was like, bro, have y'all heard of Soul Serum? And I was like, nah, like, who, who are they? He pulls it up, and I'm like, bro, why don't we know about these I'm dudes, bro? Like, this bro. is the craziest shit. Like, y'all heard the like, man. Y'all heard the man. Shit. <laughs> I told him today. I was like, bro, it don't, like, it don't make sense that it, every video in that game, one million views, because it's talent right there. But we're like over here surfing through like what song we we gotta we gotta show them to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We thought we allowed the perfect one. Yeah. Man. Hey, we appreciate that. Y'all, bro. y'all gave us a five song though. Hey, yeah, man. for real, for real. Y'all gave us a five opportunity. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, man. You get to come to a new city and everything too. Yeah, it's dope yeah. being up here. Not yeah, I'm glad y'all fuck with it. I've been here for too long. It's nice having other perspectives from uh, different really, cities. And definitely, yeah. yeah. Honestly, it's refreshing. Think, like. Moving from Kentucky, just even moving like 15 minutes over the river, like is gonna be like a great change, oh, honestly. Sure. Just like to even like, cause like I'm in this like little like neighborhood right yeah. now to like where we're gonna move. I think that's gonna be good. Yeah, honestly. you get you like change you coach. remove yourself from the Kentucky NKU kind of uh, yeah community, yeah. but you can always come back when you need it. You know, I can always come back. Skipping a hop away. <laughs> um, what are you all planning for the rest of the year? We're we're a little over halfway through the year right now. You dropped Roadrunner earlier. Mm-hmm. Do you have any plans like for live shows? Do you have any plans for more music? Like what oh, do you got yeah. what are y'all thinking? So we, we done just did two shows. We had one in Columbia, had one in North Carolina. I done dropped about four singles the past like two months. Yeah. So they haven't gone good. Uh finished uh, a tape I'm about to drop in October. I got an EP Fire. dropping in August. You know, I'm about Damn. to do a name change. Baby Draco, from Big Draco to Baby Draco. You know, I didn't know I didn't know if we were allowed to bring this up on oh, the yeah, show or not, yeah, so I'm yeah. really glad that you brought this up. I, I kind of felt bad when I, like, searched Big Draco to do the research, and then I'm like, damn, Soldier Boy just keeps coming up right and It's now, crazy, because, like, you know, I ain't even wanted to be like, oh, I did this first. I really was getting called that first, and it wasn't even cause like you know I got it. I'm toting Dracos and niggas thought I looked like Lil Uzi when I was playing football at school and shit. And it like yeah, you, just a little maybe bit. Just a little, you know Lil Uzi and Draco. Every exactly. show we go to, brother, think people be double taking, jaw dropping. Because the thing is too, where I'm from in Jersey, I'm right by Philly, yeah. so it's like a lot of the culture blends. So like. There's fits that I got where I look like a Philly dude. Yeah. And so, like, I, you, you see me in the dark, it's like, he a little big to be, goddamn little Uzi. But. <laughs> so, I was like, man, look, y'all gonna stop calling me little Uzi, bro. I got like 40 pounds on, bro. Got five inches. This man dressed up as little Uzi for Halloween one year, bro. And that was the funniest I exactly shit like, ever. Bro. Just like, bro. <laughs> it, was when, it was when he had the purple I hair. I had purple dread wig. Bro. Oh I wish could, I still had could, <laughs> You could pull up to, like, Rolling Loud, like, the backstage and say you're Uzi and you probably snuck into Rolling Loud just as Lil Uzi and it's funny because it's like I think about all the time (laughs) what the hell gonna happen when this dude meet me he he an extra guy (laughs) y'all probably make music he'll probably fuck with you he might oh I think he will but he he, you know he liable to like you know Spider-Man meme point he might square up with me and be (laughs) real real confused (laughs) who the hell is you (laughs) So, all right, so from Big Draco to Baby Draco, yeah. then, mm-hmm. in that case, right? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know, but I was like, it was one of the, I, I, I knew that you were probably conscious of that, too, yeah. like, especially amid Soldier Boy's, mm-hmm. again, reemergence. And it's crazy, like, because when he first was doing it, he wasn't spelling it the way I did, so I really no, didn't give no, a fuck. No, no, you're right, you're so right. So I was like, word, K 
K-O-C-O, it worked. Yeah. And, like, people really just call me Draco anyway. No one call me Big Draco. So mm-hmm. it's like, why it, it's straight. But then everybody kept spelling it the way I spell it, like, when they were addressing him. And I'm like, damn, bro. Then I see this man with the chain on. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. It's a rap, bro. And, then, you know, my A&R was like, hey, bro, you got enough songs. You put a little EP, change your name up a little bit. I like, you know what, bro, fuck uh, yeah. it. That's good. That's that's good to hear. Because I, I honestly, like, changing your name, like, your artist's name, I almost feel like is, like, low-key. People think of it as, like, taboo. It's like you pick this one name and you're just, like, stuck with this for the rest and of low key, the And low-key, I felt some type of way about it because yeah, technically it's, like, my third rap name. Sometimes yeah. when you change your name, it's, like, a really, like... Like sometimes it catapults people into the yeah. next the next phase. Like <clears throat> and I, I think of like Titty Boy and Two Chains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also feel like what the EP even sound like, I'm talking about like a lot of girl drama. A lot like it ain't really you think of big, you think of some dude he popping shit all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just yeah. talking about like going through shit. Going through like so it was almost, it's almost like I don't know. I feel like every, and I'm twenty four. So it's like mm-hmm. ever since I turned like twenty, twenty one and like just like got into the real world type shit. I've been feeling like it's only like you a kid again. So you turn 21, you won. But it's like this time I'm aware of everything that's going on type shit. Like mm-hmm. it ain't no. It's a great way old. to look at it. Yeah. So it's totally like agree. I really do be feeling. I be saying, oh, bro, I feel like a fucking infant in the world, bro. Like, cause I really just be figuring out on the fly. So I feel like the baby shit really actually make more sense. So that's why I like really fucked around and embraced this shit. Cause I'm like, it really do make a lot more sense than Big did. Big was really just cause. It was the opposite of Lil. Yeah. <laughs> like, there wasn't really no real meaning behind it type shit. Mm. And people just always, like, call, uh, like, dudes call other dudes big whatever. Yeah, yeah. People call me big man sometimes. Like, like strangers who, like, need to, like, get Still past me, though. They're, they're, like, they're like, excuse me, big guy. And I'm big like, guy. bro, I'm six feet tall, bro. Don't call See, me big guy, bro. I'm not and, that you know, big. I play some receiver white people when shit. I'm, it is. That yeah, honestly is some is. white people shit. You're right. Yeah, I, was, I played receiver growing up, like, up until, like, my junior year of college. So I'm always around tall dudes. Mm-hmm. And when still I started hanging around rappers, everybody started coming, well, big man, I'm like, what? <laughs> I've been hanging around six I feel four that, dudes bro. my whole life. Yeah, I'm six two. I mean, I'm decent. I'm I'm kind of tall. But in basketball, but for basketball, basketball, bro, I'm a guard. Yeah, I'm a yeah. shooting guard. Yeah, like, I'm, like I'm not a big man. Six five short for a basketball player. So it's Facts. like that shit's crazy. Yeah, bro. All right, give me give me your NFL player comp. Who's who's your who's your player comparison? At receiver, bro. I, don't know, I, I I tried to model like Jarvis Landry a lot. That's probably he Tough. was just the only dude like you know a little, a little more quick than fast. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying I'm gonna get there, but I'm gonna get in there, get a little gritty, a little physical guy. <laughs> At corner, I don't know. I used to watch like a lot of Lamarcus Joyner film, mm-hmm. just because he was like he was the only him and like Cortland Finnegan. They yeah. were the only. I definitely liked the hit more than I liked the cover. Yeah. I wasn't like tall enough to be playing safety at no D1 level, so it was like. Playing corner, I'd probably say, yeah, maybe Corley Finnegan. Somebody, like, short and scrappy. Playing safety sometimes, to me, seems like it might be the most fun position. Unless you don't read the coverage right yeah. and you get and then Burn. and then and then they're just like, damn, why is the safety not doing or, his or job? It's fun until like there's a breakout run yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're the only one missing tackle. Yeah. You, know, you, I, you I get slow, hits a spin move on him back too. On oh, the okay. yeah, I would bounce back. I was gonna say Le'Veon Bell because he's yeah, running back really, and he can I, catch. And I really around. would be patient back. Then. Honestly, bro, it's crazy. I never played running back because my dad, my dad's six four. 
So everybody was kind of waiting for me to sprout up. And so he trained playing receiver and all that shit. I never played running back. Uh, but looking back on it, bro, I, that was my best position. Yeah. Like, that's really where, like, I really should have We've talked about time. this on here before. I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> Go ahead and ask We talked about Le'Veon Bell before. And, like, I like watching football, but, like, I don't know, like, different technicalities, like, Plays and shit, right. like footwork, running backs having shit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know people always talk about Le'Veon Bell and how he changed like a lot of shit as far yeah. as like running backs go. Can you ex- can you explain why? Right. So he made like a lot of times, you know, you get when dudes get the ball, they kind of you're not running full speed to the hole that you supposed to be going to, but you running at a decent pace. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell would damn near stand still, get the ball. And, just hold and, and, and wait for like the mm-hmm. the line wait for to, shift. to kind of shift around for the holes that the defense not looking for and uh-huh. he pop, like the little yeah. the back cut and he was quick enough to where he could pull it off. Problem was he took that year and a half off and it's like football you got to kind of like be in rhythm. Yeah, and, and he was able to catch passes mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that. Like, but to where like you kind of need like your running back to be, like, your third or fourth best receiver mm-hmm. on the field. Mm-hmm. Like, and he, he like, what, 6'2"? Yeah. Like, 240, 235. Like, so, it's really like a tight end coming out the backfield. Yeah, for real. I was going to say, that's a that's a, a muscular ass. That's a tight end that run a 4'4", four, four, that <laughs> move like he 5'10". Have you ever listened to Le'Veon Bell's music? I've, I tried. I'm, honestly, if I'm going to listen to a football player rap, that's not me. I'm going to listen to Antonio Brown. <laughs> Bro, that's real CTE rap. That's real. My brain got bashed up every Sunday rap. That's, that's like Facts. we went. We we did a, a podcast episode where we, we watched athletes like rap songs like over the years and shit. We yeah, pulled up Antonio Brown's. Oh my now, god! Now one sentence made a bit of sense. And that, I, you know, I'm big into listening yeah, to rappers that don't make sense. But yeah. bro didn't Le- say nothing. <laughs> out, of, out of all of them, Le'Veon Bell was my favorite. Le'Veon Bell low-key had the best which song, song was, but like, he, was, he was flowing. There's a couple of basketball players that really be rapping their ass Dame, Miles, Miles Bridges, Miles the most Bridges, fire yeah. NBA rapper right Miles now, Bridges bro. and uh, what's the other dude? From Florida State, uh, Dwayne Bacon. Dwayne Bacon. Oh, and Dwayne Edwards Bacon. is pretty fine yeah. too. I heard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I haven't listened to that yet. I'm not, we're not going to listen to this right now, Bro, he, but I am going to pull no, it up. He's, for he's later, like the. Though, he is like Twenty One Savage. Shut the. Fuck With like a mix of like like <laughs> Young baby. Nudie. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. got the. Funniest he, I bet Anthony Edwards loves Young Nudie. Oh, I bet yeah. he Big loves Young Nudie. Gucci saw Anthony Edwards on draft day in Evans, like, and I was like. That is fire! <laughs> Wait, yeah, NBA drafts tonight, isn't it? To NBA draft is tonight. Yeah, that's oh, wild. That oh, speaking of drafts, all right. So, boom, I'm getting put in a fantasy football league right, right now. I'm a casual football fan. I know all the big names. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. you know, who's who's probably like the top in every position. But like, can y'all give me some help with my fantasy football draft? Like, like who hey, who who are the back a little bit. who are the good, who are the uh, the top players I should be looking for for like my first round draft? Oh, pick? Yeah, people. Hey, first of all, I just want to say. I'm I'm from Louisville, five hundred two Louisville cars. Lamar Jackson changed my fucking life, I bro. Yes, I fucking sir. love that. You man. had Lamar and, and Donovan Mitchell you. there, the, and Donovan the same Mitchell, time. Uh, Jari Alexander, the cornerback for the, the, the Packers. You know about Shane Wiggins? Yeah, yeah, that's our boy. That's, that's the homie, man. That's the guy. Shout out Shaq and them. All right, so so who uh like who should I be looking for in Look, the first round? Lamar, like who else? I'll say this: I can't give you no names because honestly, like. A lot of them rookies is looking kind of crazy. Like they looking like yeah. the new future of football. 
And, you know, I like players like Odell, Stephon Diggs, but they injury prone. But at the same time, I don't look for when – I, when I do play fantasy, I don't look for players that are going to really necessarily win the game or play on a team that's going to win. I'm looking for the explosive players. Yeah, I'm cool So, like, that. somebody like Lamar, you know what I'm saying, Kamara. Might have to relight that. Devontae Adams. Yeah. Devontae Adams. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Try to get him. Yeah, well, sure. I'm trying to think. I haven't – I don't know when we're doing our draft. It's going to be, like, Tyreek within Hill. the next couple of days. Yeah. Hill. Yeah. Uh, any of the, the Cowboys receivers. Like, honestly, if you can get Cooper or Mike Gallup, you really going to yeah. be in good shape. Okay. All right. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's people what, people that's sleep on Mike Gallup now. But Mike Gallup really like that. Mike I, Gallup? Like, yeah. G-A-L-L-O-P? Like, U-P. Oh, you know, okay. he the other receiver. Who's your favorite NFL team? I'm an Eagles fan. Steelers, so, you know, yeah. I'd be going through Steelers? It. Goddamn. Bengals, Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> you, you in bad territory. Tough division, yeah. bro. I tell you, man, tough. it's rough being an Eagles fan. The year we won the yeah. Super Bowl, I didn't watch none of the regular season games because we were playing so shitty yeah. until, like, the last couple weeks. Bro, y'all I was going to say, y'all, y'all won, bro. Bengals have made it to the Super Bowl twice, and we lost both times. Vontae's perfect ruined that one year for y'all. Y'all really should have went. Yeah. That yeah. is crazy, isn't it? That mm-hmm. is fucking crazy. I, bro. Then we have one year, we play the Steelers with Carson Palmer and y'all tore his ACL. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Bro. Wait, wasn't there that one game with Pac-Man? Pac-Man. Pac-Man. It's, Pac-Man. The same, it's the same game Vontae's perfect did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, bro, y'all so should have won that game. Pac-Man, Pac-Man went to the high school that I'd be shooting pictures for. Oh, yeah. So he comes to the game, so I have like... a Pick a pet man. Well, young thug, dope, young thug came to Cincinnati and they had a club show down at OTR Live <laughs> and it was Young Thug, Pac Man Jones, and Adrian Broner all on stage together. It's hard. That <laughs> is, I would be so scared to be on that That's stage wild. if I bumped into somebody the wrong way, bro. I'd, yeah. just, I'd be on that stage. Yeah, it like, was oh. everybody. Like, they were. Bro, Pac Man is ganged nice. Up. Like, he's a good dude. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, very he's, nice. Yeah, he seems pretty, pretty cool. Dang. He's a Cincinnati legend, bro. Like, he is literally a people like, fucking love him. Yeah. <laughs> really, bro, they fucking love <laughs> Pac Man Jones. Fire ass nickname. Damn. Man. It is a fire ass nickname, too. Pac Man Jones. Yeah, bro. That would be dope, bro. Cincinnati is pretty big on football. I mean, I think Ohio yeah. in general is yeah. pretty big on football, but like Cincinnati, Cincinnati, like they love their football oh down here. Crazy. And Ohio State. I mean, you yeah, shot the Justin Ohio Field State, photos, yeah. but yeah, high everybody football good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, everybody around here is big. Ohio Justin's State. a good Ohio dude State too. Fan. Ohio, low key, really good for basketball too. Very good. Yeah. People sleeping on that. Luke Kennard, Ohio and Indiana. Shit, yeah, Indiana, Indiana basketball. I've been forgetting how close y'all is to Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, right there, yeah. Right. well, Indiana they like they like yeah. basketball because they don't got shit else to do. <laughs> it's like no, same, same, same in right? Kentucky. Kentucky yeah. loves their That's basketball. That's yeah. fucking point. We were driving yeah. through Kentucky today, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, bro, <laughs> bro, bro that <laughs> shit is the South, the epitome of the South. Yeah, it's, it's if, all country besides like Lexington and Louisville. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's, that's and when you go down to like Southwest uh, Kentucky, there's like Paducah, Madisonville. Like that's like. Like closer to Memphis, and it has like yeah, more of a Tennessee yeah. feel than actual Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. So, so, how early did you know about Jack Harlow? I, he, I he went, went to, to school with him. I went to middle school and high school with Jack. That's yeah. freaking me, crazy. Me and we him, talk, we me and him have, yeah, we talked about this on the podcast live, but me and him have like mutual friend groups that like overlap. Like, I saw yeah. him, I actually, the first time I listened to a whole lot of red on Christmas, Jack Harlow was in the room with me. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like a little, like, like Louisville like get together thing and like I think he pulled up like I literally like got out my car and was like walking up and I was like 
I think that's Jack right there. That's wild. Came up. Yeah. That's crazy. So you, like, you remember him like rapping and stuff? Like, yeah, bro. I, I, I tell people this all the time. He, since he was 12 years old, has wanted to rap, and that's all he's wanted to do. Like, he dedicated his shit yeah, to yeah, it, yeah. and he really did that that's shit. That's wild, like, bro. Consistency. He, he and he's he's a fucking example of moving to Atlanta too. Yeah. He, oh yeah, he did that's everything the, that he could in Louisville. He got, he played every local venue. He got all the high schools listening to him. And that that's what Two K bit because we met Two K baby. Yeah, my, yeah, my first forget, review was I like, always forget the Two K baby. My first recording session ever in Atlanta, or like my first one in like a real studio in Atlanta. Uh-huh. I see, and I had my like first one for it was the one with, uh, with at Sunny's right. Yeah, yeah. And like I'm walking, and I. There's a dude I followed on Twitter who, like, I watched kind of blow young boy up. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was watching him kind of post a lot about this 2K baby guy. And I'm like, oh, he's kind of fine. Walking to the stool and I see some dude playing basketball. It's freaking 2K baby. And that's what he told me, though. <laughs> he was like, look, bro, I was up 25K on IG. Just got a big-ass deal. Moved to Atlanta. Ain't nobody knew who the fuck I was. Nobody cared. Yeah. Yeah, I was like straight up, straight up, bro. And honestly, that's why I just dipped out of Jersey. Like, I, you know, I I ain't necessarily try like you know a lot of other people do. Like, you know, I had a baby tried in Charlotte, uh-huh. I had two K baby and Jack tried in Louisville. You know, mm-hmm. I was just like, hmm, I got the memo kind of early. Like, yeah. I'm gonna have to go to Atlanta anyway. I'm yeah. well. all the producers are there for real. Yeah. Too. yeah. Like, that's go how, to Atlanta get the sauce, that's how you get bro. The beats. That's what happened with yeah. Jack Harlow. Like, literally yeah. cool in Atlanta, Like he was making man. some cool music, like. Like you could tell he had potential, but then once yeah. once the sounds that came out after he spent time in Atlanta and like was working with people in Atlanta, like yeah. you could tell there was a it's change. The swag like, place, sw- yeah. It was the sw- he got the swag. It, right? Well, KY Engineering, who did like a bunch oh, of the yeah. early Flocka yeah. stuff. I mean, he's he's engineered shit Kentucky for legend, crazy bro. people, crazy. but he's like from Lexington. But like hit that's who like Jack went down there and started working with him, and then DJ Drama just happens to like be in yeah. the studio, and then you, it's just fucking it like really literally like that, that's it. Really how it goes, bro. That. Dude, everybody like has stories like that about it. They're like, I was in this studio and then blank walked in. You're like, what? Yeah, we got it. We was chilling in a Pooh Shiesty session. We was. Is that where you got the photo of him (laughs) in the haircut? That's a fire ass photo too. Like favorites. We was about to record with Mark, and this dude shows up like three hours late for his session. So the engineer had already left, and like they both walking through the door at the same time. He over like. Oh man, can I get an engineer? Can I get it? Uh, I'm like, shit. My man is walking in right here. He done recorded him, 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 him. Like, at least your shit gonna sound fire. Yeah. So it was just like, next thing I know. That's fire. We in there fucking Pooja and his dog. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, bro. Bro, but man, cool. it's funny dog, though, too. Pooh, you know, I'm really shy. It's crazy though, because when we left the session, me and him walk into the car and we like, bro, you know what? It seemed like bro really got his head on straight. Like he seen the whole time he he, he was out on bond for shooting somebody in the ass. <laughs> what a illegal ass gun. For free real, that bro. fucking man. Yeah, free Pushiesty. I I hope he gets freed too. Honestly, yeah. honestly a good dude. Yeah. Bro, look, man, I, it's very cool. That Gucci man pocket is deep. I swear to God, bro. That's like when he went to jail. I was like, I was like, is Gucci not just gonna like, just like, just like, all right, no, you're not going. Like, you know know how much money you got ahead to be recorded in jail, bro? I'd be wondering how people get jail versus out, bro. Like most niggas got to do it on the phone. Like Bobby Schmurter, he was doing, but this man Gucci man was really in it. Like, she sounded crisp as fuck. (laughs) I remember that, bro. 
Like, this shit ain't no FL Studios. This ain't got here. Was it recorded in jail or was they just having I don't unreleased even, verses? Nigga, well, Gucci, Gucci, when he went to jail, had like two terabyte hard drives of like music that he just hadn't. I read the autobiography of Gucci recently and he like he knew he was going to go to jail soon. Yeah, so he just he didn't know it, yeah. when. So he just yeah. started working and working and working and working. But like, but I mean, to your point, legend that he goddamn was literally recording. In jail. I, no, but I bet he probably did though, bro, because he's crazy. Gucci. Like, cause he can do that. Yeah, like, you can bring stuff into jail. I mean, bro. all right, look, look at it. Bring this into jail. Look at, look at it no, this way. It, wait, wait. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, if you got the bread, like, can bring nuts. you this stuff. Yeah, man. yeah. Hey, if you got, if you got enough money, but that's what you I'm can saying. Do whatever you want, mean, really, they gotta let Shiesty out, man. I know them lawyers; they working day and night. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be out soon. <laughs> um, okay. Is there anything that we haven't touched on that you all want to talk about before we wrap this up here? Nah. I got a little gallery. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. In Raleigh, August thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Me and Kevin gonna be performing at that with some of our, our little rap homies. Exactly. And then uh, me and Kevin got another show up in Nashville on the nineteenth. For a couple other, I don't know if y'all know who Nine Nine Memphis is. Yeah, he doing it too, and uh, a couple other rappers. But that that shit should be very turned. I think like yeah. Yeah. yeah, y'all are road running for real. No kizzy, oh, man. man. <laughs> it's really. It's some real shit. It's, no cap in the rap. No cap. And with all of that being said, I want to remind everybody to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Soul Serum. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching. Subscribe to us on YouTube, main page, YouTube page. Join the Discord. Like we said, bro, this is a living testament right here to why you should join the Discord. You, too, may be able to end up yeah. on the Soul Serum podcast. Be genuine, though. Don't be coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demanding anything out of us. Just come in and be friends and be cool like this man did. And yeah, hey, some cool dude. Got man. something out of it. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that, bro. Appreciate I like how you got through the whole end of that. You ain't studied nothing. You went through the whole... Follow me up. <laughs> <laughs> this is... We are, we are 40-something yeah. episodes deep. I've yeah. It was rough in the beginning, but I've really started to, I like, figure out the stride of it all, though. Honestly, know. yeah. And if in case anybody has been keeping up, we haven't missed a fucking week all year. Okay. So, fucking... I don't really yeah. know who I'm trying to prove this to, but y'all hear me though. Um, this is, this yeah. is for my podcast ops. This is <laughs> <laughs> any podcast who wants beef, <laughs> come holler. Um, gonna end up with soul serum. No cap. With all of that being said, I as always am your host Clay Bonin. Oh wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where can they find you all at on social media? By the way. Oh uh, man, you can find me on uh, on IG at Big Draco with ten O's, uh, Twitter Baby Draco. <laughs> That's right, that is ten yeah, O's. 10 O's, O's that you know what I'm saying? Everything else, uh, SoundCloud Baby Draco. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and Bijani football and everything. B I J N N Y football. Yes, sir. I am your host, Clay Bonin. Co-host Team Mavis. I'm Big Draco. And I'm Bijani football. Great outro, sir. Great outro. See y'all next week. Deuces. Buy my posters, please. <laughs> <laughs>